<clears throat> Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We're so glad that you've decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, October 2nd, 2016, and released on Wednesday, October 7th, 2020. This week's message is titled, Revival Requires a Team Effort, and the scripture references are John chapter 4, verses 31 through 37, Romans chapter 5, verses 10 through 11, Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 through 20, and Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. You have your Bibles today, turn to John chapter 4. John chapter 4. If you haven't figured it out yet, if you've been in our Sunday school class, if you've been in worship service the last couple of Sundays, if you hear the music being sang for Brother Terry, we're in a mode of revival. <laughs> we're thinking revival, and we're still going to be doing that this morning. My message is revival requires a team effort. John chapter 4, verse number 31. In the meanwhile, his disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that you know not of. Therefore said the disciples one to another, Have any man brought him aught to eat? Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me, and to finish his work. Say not ye, they are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And herein is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. Let's pray today. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer, Father, thanking you for all the blessings that you've given us, Father. We pray now that you will touch people's hearts as they hear the message today, that they will go away saying it is time for revival. Lord, be with me. Give me the words you'd have me to say. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Revival requires a team effort. You know, it takes a lot of work for a farmer to produce a crop. First, that farmer has to go and prepare the land. He has to plow during the winter time and the early spring, uh, preparing the ground so they can plant the seeds. Then the seeds are planted in the ground. As the plants begin to grow, they have to. Uh, the farmer has to irrigate so that they'll receive the most bountiful crop he possibly can. Fertilizes. Then he goes in and cultivates the crops to be sure and get all the weeds out he can. Then they'll spray the crops with the. Uh, a weed exterminator to get rid of the weeds so they won't choke out the plants. And with all this going on, then at the end of the crop growing season, he will produce this bountiful, beautiful crop that they'll be able to harvest and take care of his family with the money that they make from their harvest. Well, a, success, a successful revival also requires a lot of work, just like a farmer does. Each one of us has to have our own unique talents that we can use to have a good revival. There is no doubt God wants revival. You know that. He sent his son to this earth to die that we might be saved. 
I believe each and every one of you want revival. I don't doubt one minute that you want us to have a good revival. And we will be victorious if we all work as a team together for this revival. First of all, notice the will of God. Back in our text in the verse number 34, it says, And Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. So what is God's will? God has always wanted his relationship with us to be like it was at the Garden of Eden. During that first three chapters in the book of Genesis, man and God had a perfect relationship. They walked together in the garden as they, as they uh, celebrated life together. We are sinners, and God does not like sin, folks. That's the simple fact of it. But God wants to restore us to him. Jesus Christ died for all the sin of the world. And for those of us that accept it and ask Jesus to save us from our sins and ask him into our heart, our salvation reconciled us to God. You don't have to turn there, but I'll read a couple of scriptures for you here. In Romans chapter 5, verses 10 and 11, For if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more than being reconciled we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have received the atonement. Through Jesus Christ, we receive the atonement to where we can have that sweet fellowship with God that only Jesus Christ can provide to us. This is the will of God, that we have that perfect relationship with him. We are servants of God. We were born again to serve not to sit. This is what Jesus wants. A team effort requires everyone being involved. So what can you do to serve the Lord? Well, there's many ways that people can serve the Lord. Of course, there are preachers. Y'all want to preach? We need preachers everywhere. Teachers, singers. Brother Terry would love to have more people singing up here. They say, well, I don't have those kind of talents, Brother Gary. I don't have the ability to preach or teach or sing. Well, is your fingers okay, or do you still have a voice? Uh, you can call folks up on the phone and talk to them, ask them to come to church, or maybe you can go and visit them. Uh, maybe you can help Miss Suds out with the fellowships and cook. Uh, maybe you can um, help clean the church. Uh, there's many things that can be done in order to revival to come. We all have a unique talent. It's up to us to use those unique talents for Jesus. Our Lord gave us our instructions. Pretty simple instructions, actually. Matthew 28, verse 19 and 20 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Now is the time to be doing the work of Jesus. Not yesterday. Yesterday's gone. There's nothing we can do about the yesterday. Tomorrow is yet to come. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to be working for Jesus. Jesus is coming soon. Anybody doubt that? No. Jesus will be coming soon. Our world is deteriorating. Sin rules the world. And it is up to us to win. Every soul we can before Jesus makes that return. 
The only thing keeping God from telling His Son to go get His children is the last soul has not been saved yet. Wouldn't it be great if we win that last soul to Jesus during our revival? Hallelujah. That would be wonderful. Then notice that the fields are white unto harvest. I lost my text. Okay. It says in verse number 35, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. Oh my goodness. We cannot slack in reaping the harvest. Let's look at that farmer I talked about in my opening comments. Wouldn't it be stupid if he did all the work in getting a crop prepared to harvest? He plowed the fields. He planted his seeds. He cultivated. He watered. He sprayed the poison. He fertilized. Did all this work. And four months later, the crop's standing up there with beautiful heads of maize or corn or cotton, whatever it is. And then he decided to take some month vacation. He didn't bother to bring his crop in. He spent all that work for nothing. Wouldn't that be a little stupid, folks? And when the fields were white, he, he just took a vacation. All his work would have been for nothing. Look at the facts. For the first time in modern history, most people in America do not know Jesus and are on the way to hell. Our Southern Baptist Convention estimates that 90% of our country does not know Jesus. That's a large percentage. Let's just say they're not right even. Regardless whether that number is true or not, definitely most people do not know Jesus. I can almost guarantee you, I don't know where everybody lives except uh, Vicki and I and our brother and sister-in-law, but we can look across the street, we can look across the street over here, we can look next door to me, we can look over here to my left across the street, and we got people that never set foot in church. Odds are they do not know Jesus. You don't have have to search far to find a lost person. They probably live next door or anywhere across the street. Jesus wants to save everyone from hell. Revelations 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Jesus needs our help. We have work to do, folks. We will lose our harvest if we don't bring them to church. Revival will be a team victory. Our work for Jesus will give us rewards in heaven. Now, I know you're probably not working for these rewards, but it's a fact of life, folks. We will earn these rewards in heaven if you only do the work for Jesus. First of all, we have the incorruptible crown. That's the victor's crown. That's those that are saved and keep serving the Lord until the end. Then the crown of glory, the elder's crown, those that have served their life for Jesus. The crown of righteousness for those who love his appearing at the rapture. You know the beautiful part of salvation, folks? Our sins are just filthy rags in the sight of God. But once you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, then you are righteous in the sight of God. 
He who does not see your sins no more. We are righteous. The crown of rejoicing. This is the one I want. Soul winning crown. Those that have, that have won souls to Christ. After receiving our crowns. That we will receive at the white, great judgment seat of Christ. Not the white throne. That's later. At the judgment seat of Christ. We receive these crowns. We'll lay them at the feet of Jesus. Because Jesus only is worthy of our honor and our praise. One soweth. How do we sow the gospel of Jesus Christ? Pretty simple, folks. Visitation. Ask friends, neighbors, family to come to church with you. Track ministry. Leaving tracks in public places, restrooms, uh, restaurant tables, and on windshields. I knew a gentleman that started off his soul winning ministry doing exactly that. You could not find a restroom in the city of Carlsbad that did not have a track sitting in it. And you know what? That gentleman now has over 6,000 souls he's led to the Lord in this community. These are all good ways that you can share the gospel news, the good news. Then one reapeth. That's the fun part. That's one of the most pleasurable parts of my job as a preacher and Vicky's job as a preacher wife. We get to sit down and talk to people about Jesus. We get to lead them to the Christ. And so y'all did all the work. You sowed. And we get to reap. Unless you want to come up and be involved in it, we're happy to do that. This is, uh, so how do we reap the harvest? The seed of the gospel has been sown or planted in a lost person's mind and heart. They know the gospel. It's there. The Holy Spirit then has to step in. This is a team effort, folks. The Holy Spirit, I mean, we don't save people. Holy Spirit has to convict them. Then we show them how they can be saved through God's Word. Holy Spirit convicts them of their sins, and we then can show the lost how to be saved in God's Word. The sinner asks Jesus into the heart, and another soul has been taken from the grasp of Satan. And added to the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. Our revival will be a team effort. We know that it is God's will that we win the lost to Christ. There is no doubt that most people in America need Jesus. It's our duty as Christians to do everything we can to bring the lost to Christ. If we do our part as sowers of the word, the Holy Spirit will do his part to convict them of their sins, then we will reap this beautiful harvest of lost souls being saved. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. We would also like to invite you to come worship with us if you are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area. We are at 4103 West Texas Street in Carlsbad. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. Thank you and God bless.